and this is a general recording just to say uh, what you can expect from this uh, supply chain finance podcast actually this is a versland podcast basically <coughs> this podcast has been uh, done exclusively by me only me my name is guru prasad i am founder of versland uh, i am actually this is the first time i am doing podcast ever i have never done any podcast in past and this is the first one and and this is also for the startup westland basically westland would would be involved in supply chain and retail finance supply chain finance especially for um, financing uh, smes and retail finance in retail finance it is basically targeted to solve the liquidation problems happening in uh, crypto protocols uh, so i have uh, done a patent and i have filed for that uh, hopefully it would be moving in a proper direction and uh, after that we would be coming out with the app for uh, supply chain finance as well as uh, retail uh, chain protocol okay. so uh, the problems which we are plan to uh, solve or uh, uh, huge problems uh, we believe there would be some flaws uh, in our uh, solution but nothing is full proof and uh, i don't expect anything would be 100% full proof Uh, what i believe is that uh, the solution that we would be giving would definitely be helpful for smes in case of uh, supply chain finance and uh, also solving the liquidation problem in case of uh, retail uh, borrowings that is happening in crypto lending protocols there uh, the biggest problem in uh, lending in cryptocurrencies is a liquidation problem basically it is because of uh, volatility risk so we have found a solution to escape i mean uh, i mean mitigate i would say escape the sense mitigate the risk on currency volatility cryptocurrency volatility we believe uh, it would solve that issue uh, i know that it is not 100% uh, Uh, full proof solution but uh, even the fact that there is a volatility it would definitely be helpful for the traders who are uh, posting collateral in cryptocurrencies i mean uh, it would definitely be helpful for them to mitigate the currency volatility risk so with this uh, uh, i would say these are the things which we are solving ideally and uh, i know this uh, podcast lack preparation or uh, it's not orderly one but uh, i just want to keep it like that because i just want to make sure that this is a very natural one and i i don't prepare i mean uh, whenever i feel like i want to convey something i am just uh, putting it as a podcast and conveying 
what are the communication with me i mean basically this podcast is a communication between me and uh, outside world uh, the outside world essentially means uh, investors uh, employer the the people who wants to uh, work with me in future courses of the business enthusiastic uh, the people who wants to know about stock and finance something like that i mean uh, there is nothing special in this podcast to be honest uh, there are already uh, enough podcasts in supply chain and uh, those podcasts have been done by experts who have uh, more than decades of experience in supply chain and uh, especially in supply chain finance too and i have nothing special to provide except the fact that the supply chain finance would be done through uh, cryptocurrencies the, that may be somewhat unique if not totally unique and uh, the problems uh, which we are planning to solve through uh, uh, retail uh, for especially for the retail uh, protocol especially for the lending and the liquidations that are happening uh, basically we are as the liquidation that i believe it would be definitely a, a special one uh, for those uh, who doesn't understand doesn't know what is the liquidation problem in uh, cryptocurrencies i would explain it uh, in cryptocurrencies there is something called uh, lending protocol essentially it is called as lending protocol but uh, i for that matter doesn't consider it as a lending protocol uh, why because uh, if you run a lending protocol it should have uh, some credit and it should have some risk but uh, both of them are not there in the lending protocol why because to avail uh, funding of 100% you have to post collateral of 150% which means for, uh, 1 is to uh, 1.5 i mean you post uh, 1.5 worth of asset to receive 1 amount of uh, lending i mean if you are uh, intended to borrow through lending protocol you have to post 150% of collateral to receive 100% in loan let me explain through example let's say you are having a bitcoin worth $150000 and want to uh, receive uh, stable coins for the purpose of trading other cryptocurrencies or derivatives or whatever for that you have to post 150000 in bitcoin to a protocol lending protocol in network and in turn you would receive 100000 which means effectively uh, that 150000 is your risk you are receiving 100 100000 which means we are you are providing 50% more collateral than what you are receiving so it is a big risk for a borrower but for a protocol there is no risk why because what happens is that if there is a volatility and they, they would be having a threshold to liquidate the assets suppose if there is a volatility and bitcoin is going down by 20 30% this is example the protocol would automatically liquidate the bitcoin position and uh, they actually what happens is before that uh, the protocol would ask the borrower to post the margin to make it as a 150% is to 100% that is 1.5% 1.5 times to one time 
so if you, if as a borrower if you are not pushing the collateral then you have to face the liquidation which means effectively your funds would get liquidated and you would end up maybe having 5000 10000 dollars that is remained with the protocol and uh, after interest all those things you would effectively lose the money which means to receive a stable coin of 100000 dollars you have to uh, provide 150000 dollars as uh, collateral and if there is a volatility you would end up losing everything which means your 150000 that is 150000 dollars worth of asset is gone but you have got only 100000 dollars in stable coins and uh, so which means effectively you have 50% loss as a borrower honestly speaking it doesn't make any sense to in fact avail lending why because you can directly go to any crypto exchange you sell uh, that $150,000 and take the stable coin out of that why you should unnecessarily have that in a lending protocol and uh, you suffer a volatility risk and you lose all the positions instead of that you can encash it uh, immediately in exchange and you can use that for your trading purpose so this is a large issue this is a big issue this is a compelling issue uh, and this issue hasn't been solved and we have found a solution for that issue and uh, for that i have filed a patent so uh, i hope this would be helpful for the traders who are posting uh, collateral in the system and uh, honestly speaking i won't consider it as a 100% full, full proof because it is not honestly it is not but what it have what it does is that it would help the traders to mitigate the risk which means that 150000 dollars would be protected you won't end up losing that uh, asset that has a value of 150000 dollars for the volatility that is for sure uh, so th so this is what uh, we are uh, we are working on uh, and uh, we hope that it would be helpful for the trading community who are dealing with cryptocurrencies so that is a solution i believe it would be highly useful for uh, even for lending uh, protocols to deploy that solution and they can provide uh, lending facility to their customers i hope uh, entire crypto community and their crypto system would would find it useful and uh, at least they would uh, i would i would say they would uh, they would remember uh, verslan that solved uh, this issue so uh, thank you i would i would say they would thank uh, verslan for solving this problem uh, but again i am saying this is not 100% full proof but still uh, this uh, efficiently and effectively mitigate the currency volatility risk in lending protocol so this is this is for retail finance and uh, another one is for supply chain finance so supply chain finance uh, we have done two episodes and uh, this uh, and uh, i would be doing uh, next episode third one and uh, i will be giving the perspective all those things so uh, what is there is that what is the unique about uh, supply chain finance uh, 
candidly speaking, there is nothing, uh, there is no big unique thing by except for the fact that we are using uh, cryptocurrencies. Another one is that uh, we would be using uh, non-fungible tokens where uh, the plan of Veslan have uh, me personally is that I just want to create a big uh, crypto ecosystem. See, uh, honestly speaking, I feel that uh, there are so many projects that are not at all useful, but uh, I don't want to talk about those projects. What I want to speak is that I feel that uh, great projects and viable projects has to survive and uh, it has to uh, serve the ecosystem that is what i want to uh, i want to say or i want to convey uh, for that how i can contribute that is the only question i can ask i am not here to ask already said i am not here to criticize or uh, wage a war with the fellow entrepreneurs who are doing their work in crypto system that is not my job and uh, i mean i i am nobody now and even even if i become bit no, I would be nobody. Still, I would be nobody. I don't want to involve in a fight. Here, uh, what I want to uh, say is that I believe uh, Verslan as a uh, company in crypto ecosystem would definitely be useful for the ecosystem uh, by helping the ecosystem to uh, be useful uh, with their cryptocurrencies as well as their their innovation. So, in a supply chain finance, we have planned to uh, provide cryptocurrencies for the purpose of uh, funding. So, that is our uh, plan. So, uh, this uh, this plan I would discuss in uh, in coming podcast. And also, I have uh, some presentation with me. If needed, I would uh, send the presentations to the people who are interested. I, I believe small medium enterprises would definitely find this useful for their business, especially the people uh, who doesn't have a proper credit score, who are not able to receive uh, lending through the traditional network, would definitely find Verslan uh, be useful for their businesses to solve their working capital requirements. So with this, I just want to finish this podcast. Um, once again, thank you very much for listening. So, uh, I just want to tell something about So, I want to explain what we are trying to do in a lucid manner so that uh, everyone would have a clear understanding on what we intend to do. I believe this episode would help to understand what we are trying to do. We are trying to do two things. One is, what to say, solving funding gap through cryptocurrencies. Unmet demand for SMEs through cryptocurrencies. That is one business. Another one is trying to solve the liquidation problems in lending protocols. These are the two things which we are 
ட்ரைங் டு சால்வ் போத் ஆர் ரியலி பிக் பிஸ்னஸ் அண்ட் இட் இஸ் நாட் ஈஸி டு டு எக்ஸிக்யூட் ஐ மீன் இட் இஸ் ரியலி டஃப் வி ஹாவ் லாட் ஆஃப் ஒர்க் டு டூ பட் தீஸ் ஆர் டூ ப்ரைமரி திங்ஸ் விச் வி வுட் லைக் டு டூ நவு we will discuss about supply chain finance here supply chain finance is basically a finance that has been uh, provided for businesses to meet their market capital requirements so basically if a business want to manage their working capital they have to opt for supply chain finance there are different types of supply chain finance like uh, invoice discounting inventory finance purchase order bills discounting <coughs> so many things uh, involved in supply chain finance and predominantly we wish to do two two things one is invoice discounting another one is inventory finance initially we are planned to do inventory finance because we believe is uh, much uh, relatively uh, better option than inventory uh, sorry than the invoice discounting so this one and uh, in in terms of uh, retail finance that is uh, for for solving a liquidation we wish to do it <laughs> for uh, two people one is we have a couple of plans for uh, retail uh, retail one is uh, savings and another one is uh, borrowing for savings uh, for example if you wish to uh, do a long term saving uh, in a crypto asset we would be having a program for that where uh, we would be buying the cryptocurrency for you keeping with us and providing you the interest for that crypto currencies and the uh, interest yield cannot be in hundreds and thousands of percentage because it doesn't make any sense to have that much of yield for your savings basically it would be like 5% 8% something like that it won't be more than that we believe that is uh, the pragmatic stuff to have it and uh, we don't have any gimmick gimmick in that uh, we don't have any gimmick in that i mean uh, you would be having uh, 100% return all those kind of things uh, doesn't seems to work and uh, we won't be doing that you would be providing uh, maybe 5 to 8% per annum maximum and uh, the main aim for you to save is that you won't be having the urge to sell the cryptocurrencies if the price rises instantly so only for um, most of the cases retail or weak hands in order to uh, manage those weak hands we have come out with that savings product and we believe uh, retail trader or investor who more it might be they would probably find this product useful for them 
and another one is borrowing in borrowing the biggest problem is liquidation we all know oh, how lending protocols work typically they receive 150% of crypto assets to lend 100% in uh, mostly in stable coins what does this mean is that for example if you wish to receive stable coin you have to pledge your asset or uh, provide a collateral of your crypto asset most of the cases we leading uh, crypto coins because uh, lending protocols uh, most of the times would accept <coughs> uh, leading uh, tokens like bitcoin ethereum uh, matic kind of and uh, in in return you would be receiving stable coin for example if you are uh, posting 150000 dollars worth of bitcoin you would be receiving 100000 dollars in stable coin and this is how things are happening and uh, these are all uh, permissionless trustless system which means effectively they don't the protocol doesn't trust you only when you have the asset you can borrow the funds if you don't have the asset you can't get anything simple there is no trust factor it is completely 150% based on collateral not even 100% 150% on collateral uh, which means the company doesn't trust you it would trust only the crypto asset which you would be posting for the purpose of borrowing stable coins so uh, generally our business would be like solving the problem of liquidation what happens in these lending protocols or uh, a big problem the biggest problem is the manage, managing volatility risk managing currency volatility risk suppose for example if if you are posting 150000 dollars worth of bitcoin morning around 5 o'clock in a lending protocol and you receive 100000 dollars in fiat i'm sorry stable coin which i called as fiat generally stable coin like tether usdc uh, binance usdc tax so many things are there you are getting a stable coin for 150000 dollars of bitcoin you would be receiving 100000 dollars worth of stable coin let's say you have availed the loan right uh, in 11 of, around 11 o'clock 12 o'clock let's say the bitcoin has gone down by 20% Um, if it has gone down by 20% it means your bitcoin value would be around 120000 dollars if it is so it would attract further margins to be posted by the borrower the borrower has to post the margin at the threshold crosses the limit so their limit is tolerance limit would be probably 80% of the assets that has been provided for example in this case if uh, if you are providing 150000 dollars 
and the Bitcoin values coming to $120, the protocol would probably be asking you to post and manage that 250% 200%. So uh, now coming back to the example, morning in which o'clock it was around like uh, say Bitcoin uh, value of Bitcoin which was there at $165,000 have uh, sorry $150,000 have gone down by 20% say for example 10% or 20% something like that. In this case, let's uh, let's uh, take it as a twenty percent, which means effectively it is going to hundred twenty thousand dollars, and uh, it would uh, trigger margin call, and the network would send you uh, that uh, the crypto assets would get liquidated if you doesn't post the margin, uh, because we, you feel that uh, it is good to have that in. What to say? Uh, it, you feel that it would be good if it is managed properly and uh, the value doesn't erode due to liquid due to volatility. So basically, you are posting it and uh, and suddenly the value is coming to hundred twenty thousand dollars that home and you are supposed to post a further Bitcoin worth thirty thousand dollars and. The, bring it to $150,000 and uh, let's say you are posting $30,000 and now it has become $150,000 again in the evening it is going down by 20% again it is coming to $120,000 and again uh, you would be posting $30,000 now what happens is that you have already posted $210,000 worth of Bitcoin for availing a loan of $100,000 in stable coins. Now, around 8 o'clock, 8.30, you have a big down drift and in just a matter of 10 to 20 seconds, the threshold limit has been crossed and immediately the position, the pledged position would be liquidated by the protocol. This means you have lost almost 100% of the loan which you have borrowed. I mean, you have borrowed $100,000 and you have already paid $110,000 worth of collateral to the system, which means you are effectively losing $10,000 only because of volatility. And tomorrow morning, let's say the prices are coming back to normal. Whatever has been done the evening, all those uh, losses, uh, uh, all those uh, collateral postings, everything get wiped because of a, a second, one second volatility of downside, just one second, two seconds, something like that, volatility of downside. In this case, in this example, it is the borrower who suffers the most. Lending protocol doesn't have any issue and typically it is it is a free lunch for them. I mean they don't have any issue of credit because the assets that has been posted were 150% of the loan value. Right? 
because the person is posting around fifty thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin to avail a loan of hundred thousand dollars. So this is what first point. Secondly, the days of uh, threatening, sorry, uh, all this uh, threat. I mean, the threat of volatility is always there for the trader who wish to approach uh, lending protocol. For availing stablecoin. Now, this is the biggest issue that has been faced by the customers who are typically traders. As far as uh, lending protocols are concerned, they don't have any issues because they they are over collateralized and they don't have any credit risk. They don't have any volatility risk because liquidation would automatically be done by the system. So. The biggest sufferer in this type of borrowing is trader or uh, the borrower, whoever it may be. They are the biggest sufferer because in this example, he has posted around two hundred ten thousand dollars for availing hundred thousand dollars of loan, and even that was not enough because of volatility. The currency volatility risk is the real thing, and it has been happening for years. I mean, there lies the inefficiency, and we are solving this inefficiency. This is the issue, real issue, and we are solving it. So uh, we we are uh, in the we are in the process of creating a protocol. To solve this issue to various uh, instruments and safeguard the trader. The trader now, with the help of Verslan protocol that has been developed especially for borrowing to mitigate the risk of currency volatility risk. So we believe this is going to be an important instrument. In lending protocol, because uh, lending protocol is having around 500 billion of assets under its management, and uh, we believe these these uh, assets under its management has to be properly uh, managed. And uh, since cryptocurrencies are new asset, it's just uh, say. Twelve years, thirteen years old, and uh, it would probably witness uh, volatility due to the nature of nature and the design of the product. So, in order to mitigate the currency volatility risk, we are coming out with a solution that would be helpful for the traders. So, this is the main thing which we are trying to do through our Muslim. We typically do two businesses. One is uh, supply chain finance. Second one is mitigating currency volatility risk in lending protocol. These are the two things which we have planned to do. Anyone who wish to understand more and who want to learn more, any can approach us. We are uh, very much willing and able to explain things in the most lucid manner. Hope uh, this this episode would uh, would have probably helped you to understand what we are planned to do through first class.
thank you so much for your listening thanks